0: Red. All right. Red. <laughs> like, dude, you're an idiot. I'm doing very well, Jen It's definitely me and you, or Eli and Zach, going to pop in. Yeah. They'll talk oh, every yeah, once yeah. for a while. Oh, but... He was already right away.
1: It kind of, well, we're used to you atta- attacking us, so.
2: Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Look at, let's, let's put it this way Who do you see as the quarterback week one for the Green Bay Packers? I see. Welcome in, everybody, to a very special edition of Open Book here on Game On Wisconsin. As you can see, we're all dressed in our greatest Hawaiian outfits, which we're going to get to very shortly, but there's a piece of breaking news that happened literally just as I hit go live, and this is going to blow both of your minds, but Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage are the safeties. For the Green Bay Packers. You are so fucking lame. Did you guys plan this before I got here? Was yeah. like
0: that, like? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh my yeah.
2: god, that was. I'm so sick <laughs> you, of this shit.
0: You're man. To your
2: face, like, you were like, what happened in the last ten seconds? I
0: was like, I got my, I got my
2: phone
1: right here. I, I would get notifications.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> now, now you know.
0: <laughs> you did this to yourself. You're welcome.
2: Yeah. So now I, you I know. Didn't...
1: What did I do? I didn't do anything. Oh, I so so was
0: broadcasted to the world. Like I if you just like suffered in silence, then yeah. nobody would have known. Well, because I like
1: I know interacting gives people the, the joy and like letting them get their jokes off at my expense, of course.
2: Yeah, of course. And uh obviously Henry Black plays a lot. Joe Berry likes three safeties. I mean, all of this is breaking news to Zach. So we thought it was important to bring that up. But back to our regularly scheduled program. Stab myself in the face. <laughs> As you can see, we chose tonight to be uh, Hawaiian night. I'm not sure what that's going to add to anything, but we thought it would be fun. It would be a more, you know, laid back, you know, do the, you know. Oh, yeah. Jen, didn't you say you have a, One of the lays, one of the next. Oh no! I
0: just made a joke. I don't actually have one. (laughs) Okay, well. I just made an inappropriate joke backstage.
2: Yeah.
1: Is it just me or is Jen's internet bad?
2: Yeah, Jen, your internet. For the first time, I think me and Zach can both say, (laughs) "Yeah, internet's the worst." Thank you. Oh my god. Wait. I've been waiting for this. What about now?
1: You stole. Mm. You stole. Look pixelated. Yeah. (laughs) This is the best day of my life. This is the greatest.
2: Ah, Thank you, Chris about time you know I, think, I, have...
0: uh, I accidentally clicked the wrong is it okay now
2: no oh i no. keep
0: <laughs> i keep disconnecting from my ethernet that's the problem yeah well that
2: your yeah. Ethernet? Yeah, my ethernet. Ethernet. yeah yeah why
1: why did we designate tonight as hawaiian night what was the reason i, don't know. I
2: think we've been just like talking about it for a year and then we we're just like let's just do it but i will say that i outside of just wearing this shirt have some of Dwayne, the rock Johnson's tequila, who is a native Hawaiian of some kind. And I have my new Packer shot class. So we'll have some Hawaii involved in the show. But uh, before we get to a little bit of news and honestly, um, a tweet of mine that I think has been taken in a lot of different contexts than maybe, and we'll discuss it ourselves. And I was maybe intending, but before we get to that, as always, love to hear how you guys are doing, how your week was. So, Jen, how you doing? I see it's a big day, uh, Thor and Loki's birthday, I believe.
0: Oh yes, my cat's turned three today. I know, big deal. Um, I'm kind of thrown off because now I'm frustrated about my internet because this is yeah. like what I pride myself on every week. Is it still bad?
2: Yeah, it's not good. <laughs>
0: I don't know what's well, going on. Maybe I just lay,
2: lay it to her straight. Just let me yeah, know. It, it, it must really be, it, it must be, you know, the Minnesota weather. It's gotta be, it, it. it
0: could be. I mean, I'm like afraid to talk now because who knows what I sound like or if I'm going to freeze or It actually
2: does look like, well, no, your audio sounds fine. Um, okay. Visual is not the best, but we're used to that here in open books. So I was assuming yeah, you got a of some what an asshole. <laughs> what did I do? Your view is not the best, but we're here. We're used to that here on. But it
0: doesn't matter, you know. Oh no, I meant
2: like because I've had bad internet before. You've had bad internet before. Uh
0: huh. I never have bad internet. This is it. Doesn't make any sense. (laughs) I'm gonna Uh, like. I'm about to text my sister and tell her to go check the box and make sure. See, Chris makes. Okay. Okay. That's all that matters. I really don't care if you can see me as long as you can see Jordy's name. That's really all that matters to me.
2: Ugh what shut up all right <laughs> so yeah that's uh that's that's jen currently dealing with her internet and her yeah. cats aging at a rapid pace zach how about you how so do you
0: mean work? to me
2: what? <laughs> what
0: do you mean the cats?
2: they just seem to be getting I mean, older you
0: always I mean, look bad your cats are getting old like
2: well as you can see i lie mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, Tom. This is that was I was actually curious about that because I didn't yeah. know who the Packers starting safeties were. I thought it was like I showed you that screenshot, Tom, in in our personal conversation. There was a screenshot: Sean Davis is your starting strong safety, Vernon Davis is your starting free safety. I that know. was the impression that I was under, but I guess I, I, I was misled. Oh, Did you say right. Jordan Davis?
2: No, I said Vernon Davis, Ver- like the tight the end. Da- oh, okay. <laughs> he was, he was, he was, fun, a lot. Right, 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 okay, all right, that makes
1: yeah.
0: sense now. Uh, um, but yeah, to
1: answer your question, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing fantastic, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm exhausted, is. I'm really tired, I'm, I'm hiding, I'm hiding it really well with this, this fake energy. It's like the last bit of energy that I have right now left in the tank, all, all
2: right. right, that's good. So, yeah, I think, I think we're all, uh, I think we're all in that boat, you know, Thursday shows, I feel like it's, I do enjoy more than Wednesday, but you feel like it's the end of the week. You're kind of already going into weekend mode and then we're doing the show and you got to kind of flip that switch but um very excited to be doing it uh the show sorry also. we had to make
0: the switch and you know ruin off ruin your mojo but yeah
2: thanks jen for ruining everything yeah, for everybody you ruin... And Jen you should know you
0: have... right?
2: your internet seems to have recovered um oh so good Yes. But your so. cats are still getting old, unfortunately. Yeah, your cats are still aging <laughs> rapidly. <laughs> That's
0: okay, so am I, unfortunately. Yeah,
2: yeah so, me too. Yeah, we all are. Zach's for sure faster than the both of us. Yeah, but... Zach's the
0: old oh, man here. At least
2: I still have my hair, unlike Eli. Uh, I'm, bald, I'm a bald beautiful. bastard. I'm a bald guy. That's why I wear this hat. It's to hide my baldness. Yeah, we know. Um, so each week I'm gonna be trying to add more to this wall. This week I got I got the title town going. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, Javier, and you know what? At least I'm as uh I think it was Chris, was it Chris? I don't know. Someone, yeah. See, Chris, I kept a pa- I bought a Packers Hawaiian shirt. This
0: one's Packers themed. What are you talking about?
2: Oh, it is okay. So Zach's the. Only Mine
0: is like there. vintage well, Packers.
2: No, I have I have respect for
1: myself. I would never buy a team themed Hawaiian. I didn't shirt.
0: buy this. I was given this. Oh, was, i
2: knew <laughs> to Hawaii, and I sold this myself on the sands of Maui, like an old woman. It was Shut weird. your ass. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but either way,
0: paid for sand dollars.
2: there was a
1: Saints fan. Well, there is a Saints fan in our group chat with Javier, and mm-hmm. he has a Saints Hawaiian shirt, and we make fun of him for it constantly because it's oh. on his.
2: He puts that picture on his dating profile. Ooh, it's a, that's, that's a questionable move. I mean, this is the first time I've ever worn this, and I think I've owned it for almost a year. So, yeah, I'll be honest. Eli I,
0: literally bought that shirt specifically so we could do Hawaiian yeah, nights on a Like, I never
2: was going to own this shirt. I mean, I do, you know, respect myself to some extent, but for Hawaiian night and for some uh, good tequila, I'll buy a shirt. But... uh all right, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit of Packer football because uh, we're almost ten minutes into the show. Good, thanks. Yeah, I <laughs> feel like that hasn't happened yet, but honestly, not not a huge news week. But there has been some press conferences because of the NFL meetings down in Florida, and Matt Lafleur, Goody had a press conference. Mark Murphy had some comments. So. Zach, uh, I think, you know, the quote most going around from Ava was about adding speed to the wide receiver room. And obviously with MVS leaving, we know they need that. We're not going to get into Devante at the moment. But with just considering speed, do you see, you know, someone in the draft as being like someone that really sticks out speed wise? Or do you think maybe someone they could trade for like a Brandon Cooks or even a DK Metcalf could fill that role? for, the, you know, that speedster to take the top off a of defense.
1: Well, see, that's the great thing about this draft. Like, I've said it a few different times. There's no there's no Jerry Judy. There's no CD Lamb. There's no, like, clear one and two, like, at, headlining the entire class, like the top dogs of the class. It's not top-heavy, but it's so rich in depth. And I think the one thing, the one type of player that, like, really stands out in this class, like, as far as, like, prototypes go, it's a speedster. It's a guy with speed. Quickness, the guy who can stretch the field, get behind the secondary. So even if the Packers decide, you know, to stick with what they've been doing for the last 20 years and not take a receiver in round one, they could sit there at 53 and 59, and talented guys are gonna fall to them. That yeah. Christian Watson might be there. John met uh Mechie might be there. Uh Sky Moore probably won't drop there. John Dotson probably won't drop there. But you know, if if the opportunity presents itself for them to add some speed into that room. It's going to be be available. The thing is, there's certain guys that don't fit those
2: thresholds that they look for. You Mm -hmm. know, like Dotson and Moore. They don't.
1: That's that's the shitty
2: part. Because Jahan Dotson is quickly becoming one of my favorite receivers in this draft. Mm -hmm. But I'm seeing his RAS is like six point seven something, and some of these thresholds, like you said, that they seem to be very very keen on with drafting. He he's not meeting some other guys are meeting, but I do hope that they're willing to, you know, go out of their comfort zone and not just all over the place, but at least a little bit to see what they can get, you know, with really talented players. Because I think Dotson, in my opinion, like I'm really, really high on Dotson.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they they strayed from their thresholds to take Amari Rogers. That was yeah. like something that kind of surprised me. He didn't meet their their requirements and so far it hasn't really worked out so of course not writing him off just yet i mean he's still so much ahead of him but they're they're (laughs) no he's in the negatives he's always in the negatives oh my gosh you know potentially (laughs) and they're probably going to look at amari rogers like okay we we strayed from the thresholds hasn't worked out for us so far probably going to stick to you know the, the the higher athlete kind of scale they've been going for Marcus Valdez-Ganling, Equinemius St. Brown, Jamon Moore, they were all crazy good athletes. So, uh, they'll probably stick to that mold. That's why I feel like Christian Watson is like the most Packer like pick. Yeah. And he's tall, but he also has speed. So they would get, they would get the best of both worlds with him.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I I would definitely like him. And I think you could also, like you said, get him at 53. You know, I think he could end up being a second round guy, because i'm sure packer fans and myself probably included would freak out if they ended up with two taking two guys in the first round and neither of them were receivers but having 53 and 59 does put them in a position that they could still address that uh need in the second round
1: and see, yeah and that goes back to what um what what mark murphy said you know yeah. and i know you wanted to get to this but you know he said it's going to be a really interesting draft for yeah. you know with what they have, with the position that they're in, with the four drafts, this is the first time since they're
0: trading back.
1: <laughs> they're more than they're probably trading back. If we're being at honest. some point, yeah. I mean, they look, will. They will <laughs> trade whether whether it's forward or whether it's backward. They're gonna trade at some point.
0: I've sure. just kind of grown accustomed to you know they're gonna trade back, and I just have to mentally prepare myself for that. And then anything else that happens, it's just kind of like an extra treat.
2: Well, that's I mean, my I, draft think,
0: dig. I don't, I don't do much yeah. draft stuff, so that's my draft. Yeah, I dig think
2: they could trade. They go back. <laughs> if if let's say they were to take someone at twenty two, and then trade twenty eight, and then all of a sudden you have like three second round picks, and then you you know add like another fourth, you have like three seconds and three fourths, and you could probably move back into the third round with those fourth rounder. Like the options are there. Like like Murphy said, I think when he says me very interesting, I think. For themselves, they don't even know. Like, there's so many ways it could fall out. And I think we knew this before, but basically, once the Jordan Love draft happened, I just said, okay, like, that's it. I'm done. Like, I'm not even going to pretend like I know what the hell they're thinking or doing because it wasn't just Jordan Love. Love shocked everyone. And then they followed it up with AJ Dillon behind Jones and Williams. Of course, it worked out, but still at the time was shocking. And then DeGuara. A year after drafting Sternberger, again, Sternberger no longer on the team. We'll see about the Guara, but you, there's no way of predicting what Goody and that front office is going to do, and I just don't even think there's a point in trying. You could hope. You could do mock drafts. You could think this, think that, but who knows? And uh, Chris Chris does make a good point, and this is something that I wanted to ask your guys' opinion on and something that over the last like two hours – my phone has been non-stop buzzing because after bobby wagner uh you know future first ballot hall of Famer, signed with the rams um you know one of many additions the rams have made over the last 12 months i tweeted out that the rams have done more in terms of adding outside talent to their team in a year than the packers have done for Rodgers essentially for his entire career and there's been a lot of mix you know, feelings on that. A lot of people saying, yeah, that's how I feel. A lot of people saying I'm out of my mind and, you know, people bringing up, oh, but Jordy and James Jones and Cobb and Jennings. And obviously that's not my point. My point was never to say they drafted well or didn't draft well. My point was to say at times, whether it was during free agency or at the trade deadline during the year, there were guys available. It seems like every year, the Packers have expressed interest. The Packers have been linked to so and so, and linked and expressed interest, and uh, and nothing ever really ends up happening. And so for me, I just look at it as you go and you sign a guy like Von Miller, who's going to be a Hall of Famer. You sign OBJ, who, if it weren't for some injuries, I mean, but we all know that he's one of the most talented receivers in the NFL. You go now, you bring in Bobby Wagner, and that just consi- you know even Sony Michelle, who was sown as a huge part of their playoff run. Just adding talent in any way they can. And yeah, there they're could be mortgaging their future in terms of the draft, but it won them a Super Bowl. And now, once again, they're going to be probably one of the best teams in the NFL. So I guess, uh, you know, Jen, whether it's specific to, you know, what I said or just in general, like, do, do you see the Packers as, as basically not doing enough outside of the draft to consistently give Rodgers high end? veterans talent on the team?
0: Mm, I could kind of see where you're coming from a little bit. I mean, I mean, the Packers, it's not like they go up. I
2: don't want up- to interrupt you. I'm sorry. But true you know, Packer fan, if Bobby Wagner, in your opinion, is not a Hall of Famer, then you got to reevaluate your football uh, position. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> He's all yeah,
0: on. can I – may I speak now? Yeah,
2: sorry. I do where, you know,
0: where, where I was going the point. No, I think um, – I
2: suppose –
0: <laughs> oh, would you, I mean, I haven't said anything this whole show and we're like 17 minutes in. Go
2: ahead. No, but, <laughs>
0: um, no I, I think maybe it's just because it doesn't seem like at least in recent franchise history, they're not chasing like the big names in free agency for the most part. You know, they're kind of going after guys who might fit better. Like, you know, you get the Rasul Douglas's um, – instead of, I can't even think of, the guy who we all Stephen wanted.
2: Gilmore.
0: Yeah. So, like, we all wanted Stephon Gilmore. We got Russell Douglas. And, you know, it was kind of just like, what are the Packers doing? And then look how it turned out. So, I get maybe it seems like they're not chasing those big-name stars. But, you know, with Good it seems like he's at least trying to find the right pieces. And maybe, you know, I'm going to quote Miracle a little bit here, but it's, you know, looking for the right players. So... I mean, I I kind of get where you're coming from. I think that they do focus a lot more on the draft, you know, draft and develop is kind of the Packers way, um, free agency, not as much their, their philosophy with things. You know, they go out and get, they get bodies, but they don't get stars usually. And, but this last year, you know, it worked out. You, you get somebody like Douglas and he turns out to be a star and now we have him on contract, which is awesome. So sometimes things just work out. Um. Yeah, I mean, I can understand why people might be frustrated, like you, Eli, with the whole thing where it's, you know, kind of more doing their due diligence, putting their name in there. But how serious are they when these names come about Um, when it says, you know, Packers are interested, but how interested are they? Are they actually trying to get these guys or are they just kind of, you know, doing their due diligence with that? Um, Yeah, I guess I can see both ways a little bit, but I guess I... I pay more attention to, are they getting guys who are going to be beneficial to the team rather than, like, what talent are they chasing whenever there's a guy available? Um, You know, obviously, I, I guess I don't know at this point if the cap is real, considering what the Rams are doing. It seems like anytime there's someone available, they're signing him. So I'm not a money person, but I feel like most teams would not be able to do what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think the rant, like what the Rams are doing and kind of like what Tampa Bay was doing last year or the year before, whatever it was with Tom Brady, um, they're kind of just putting a lot of eggs in that basket where I think the Packers try and look more long term. So like the Rams and the Buccaneers, it seems like what they were doing was, you know, this is our year. This is the winning year. We're going to do it all now and then worry about things later. Whereas it seems like the Packers might be kind of focused on, you know, this year, but also the following years. So maybe that's why they kind of chase the guys who maybe aren't as big of names, but who can be beneficial for years down the road. So I guess, uh, you know, my memory is terrible. I can't think of every guy that they've taken in free agency. Obviously, guys have worked out, um, you know, with like the Smith brothers and Amos and guys like that. Um, there's There's been things that have worked. But yeah, I guess just kind of in the last couple of years, free agency has kind of just been – a lot of talk and then a lot of letdown. So I can understand why there might be frustration there.
2: Yeah, no, I think the biggest thing, like, I agree with you that for most teams, you don't want to go and put all, you know, completely mortgage your future, put all your eggs in one basket for one year, this, that. But we've already known, not just last year, not even the year before, but for the last couple of years, you know, no one was really sure. Rodgers, how much longer he was going to play, how much longer, you know, he'd play at a high level, this, that, like, there's no reason that over the last few years, the Packers mindset shouldn't have been every single year. Okay. This is the year we need to win because for all we know, Rogers is not on our team next year and we could be a five and 12 team coming up or used to be five and 11, whatever it is. But, and again, it's not always about, you know, signing some big names like here. I mean, like Bobby Wagner, it would have been cool, I guess, for the Packers side, but I wasn't even like dying for Bobby Wagner. I mean, I think Devondre Campbell does more than enough. Wagner is going to be 32 by the start of the season. The contract he got was a lot of money. It's not just about getting signing big names, but Von Miller had two sacks in the Super Bowl, and OBJ had a touchdown and nearly 100 yards, and he tore his ACL in the middle of the game. They were both huge, huge parts of winning the Super Bowl for that team. At the end of the day, people can say. Oh, the Packers, you know, signed OBJ Rogers still wouldn't have thrown in the ball because I trust this or trust that. I, I, I disagree. I think if you have a talent like OBJ with Aaron Rodgers, would it have been the first week or two that he would have been getting 10 targets? Probably not, but come playoff time when Rogers is looking for someone to throw to and Devontae Adams is doubled and triple teamed. I think he would have felt a lot safer throwing the ball to OBJ than maybe even Alan Lazard, who I do think he trusts, but it just, you can't compare Alan Lazard to OBJ. But Zach, what's your take kind of on all that and where you stand? You remember the Packers are a team that builds their roster through the draft.
1: They've always been that way. We've gotten so used to that that through the years. And kind of like Jen said too, they're not putting all their eggs in one basket for one particular year, going all in to win one Super Bowl. Their goal is to stay competitive every single year constantly, and to keep that chain going, whether Aaron Rodgers is there or whether Aaron Rodgers is not there. I don't believe that they just haven't given him help. I mean, they like they take their chances at free agency. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Martellus sure. Bennett didn't work out. Like they, they identified weaknesses multiple years in a row. They went and grabbed Martellus Bennett and Lance Kendricks and Jared Cook. Obviously, a couple of, of those didn't work out that well. But they identified weaknesses, and they went out, and they made moves for them. Aaron Rodgers, his entire career. I know, I know what your point is about going outside the building and bringing in right. a, a talent. But I mean, the whole the whole premise of that of, of your argument and everything was to bring in talent, make the roster better, and win Super Bowls. Yeah. Right, getting Aaron Rodgers back to the Super Bowl. The thing is, they've had so many chances, even with the the rosters that they've had to get back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they've, they've had, had, had opportunities every single year, and I Just, I, I they've done everything they possibly can to give him help. He's had an amazing offensive line throughout his entire career. Like, I can't maybe 2015 when Don Barkley was playing at tackle, that was
2: brutal, and probably 2011. i not even with the maybe when he won that MVP, I think he was like the most sacked quarterback in the league. But yeah, for the most part, he has had a very good offensive line. He's always had great guys to throw to.
1: You can make the argument that the defense was not good enough at certain points, but the thing is they kind of dug themselves into a hole with the way they drafted for, for a few years in a row, Ted Thompson's last few drafts and they you're needed to keep solidifying that corner position, that safety position, Ha, huh? Clinton Dix didn't work out. Demarius Randall, and Quentin Rollins didn't work out. They needed to, they needed to just kind of reshape that secondary. And when you do that, I mean, you're like I said, you're a team that notoriously builds the draft. Sometimes when you see these names hit the market, see, and this is another thing too. Like, I feel like social media makes things worse as like mm-hmm. people have too yeah. much access to certain things. We have too much access to like, who's available, who's not available, the contracts and this and that, and how much a certain player is going to cost. Like we have too much access to this shit. And, and then we, we see these reports that like, Oh, the Packers are interested. We see from like fucking NFL talk sports, those stupid yeah. accounts are like, Oh, per source, the Packers are interested in Jarvis Landry and this and that. Yeah. And, what the fuck you Shut up. You see things yeah. like that. And it's like, you get your hopes up and then when the Packers don't sign those players, you come crashing back to back down to earth and you come to the realization that like, Oh my God, the Packers are always there, but they're never closing the deal on these players. But. So I mean, the
0: guy who's like harassing Packers, social media.
2: That's
0: to quit. They're one tweet away from turning in their resignation.
2: <laughs> that <doesn't>, okay.
1: <laughs> that's mostly a bid at this point. Yeah. At yeah. This okay.
0: point.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean that's that's kind of my point. Social media makes things so much worse. And I just I, every name that hits the market, these free agents, the Packers aren't gonna go after them and try to bring them in or get into every conversation. Like they're they're they had an amazing offseason. They brought back Rodgers. they kept their all pro linebacker, they brought back Tanyon for a year, they uh, it extended. It sounds back.
0: like Tanya is ahead it's of the too and signed right.
1: and signed uh Reed. Jer- Jerron Reed, they got Ken Clark some help finally with a guy who was an experienced starter, once had 10 and a half sacks in a single season as a defensive tackle, which in itself is ridiculous. And um, uh, what else did they do? Oh, they brought back Russell Douglas. Yeah. So they're keeping – they have a competitive roster right now. They see what their receiver position looks like, and Mark Murphy even said it. Everyone's panicking, wondering who he's going to throw to, and that kind of led into the whole interesting comment. They're gonna build this thing through the draft. They're gonna reshape that room through the draft. They're not gonna go after the Allen Robinsons or the Eldest Beckham Juniors. I mean, with OBJ, they tried to. It came down to Green Bay and L.A.
2: And yeah. He's, he's no, but but down. look, I, I get it that he chose L.A. over Green Bay, but I do think because it came out after the back, the Packers basically offered him the veteran minimum. You could have tried a, a bit. More. Look, it maybe it wouldn't have mattered. Maybe they could have given the same money. Maybe they could have even given a little bit more. And like Devontae Adams, he wants to play for the Raiders. And you know what? Maybe OBJ wanted to be in LA and that was that. But to hear after the fact that the Packers basically offered him veteran minimum, which is also what they did to Jordy Nelson before he went to the Raiders. And from, I believe it was James Jones. I I, yeah, I didn't mean to bring it up like that, but like, but even James well, Jones. I
0: already that. mentioned Jimmy Graham. So I was already upset about it. Oh. But.
2: <laughs> but Jordy Nelson, he was potentially even going to take that deal because he's Jordy Nelson and he's just that kind of guy. But, you know, his, I'm sure his agent, his friends, people are like, you're not doing that. That's insane. But it's just, it's not that they, don't, they're not, they didn't try for OBJ, but you go and you offer a guy like OBJ the minimum amount of money you could give him. What do you expect? But you also see that they were right in offering, Jen, cover your
1: ears. They were right in offering Jordy Nelson that little bit of money because he flamed out in Oakland the next year.
2: Yeah, but I, they, I, I still am in the belief that with Aaron Rodgers, no. Would he have put up 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns? Probably not. Could he have put up 800 yards and six, seven touchdowns? Probably. And you did not have to give him a huge deal, and he would have stayed. But either way, it's not about Jordy. And I do hear what you're saying. It sounds like, look, they've definitely made attempts. I think we obviously know the most during for the draft, not free agency. But like you said, and I'm not even talking so much offensively. It was like when I made that tweet, it was about a Bobby Wagner signing, not about You know, someone signing Allen Robinson like the Rams did, or whatever it is. It's you go and you look at the defenses outside of this year, and maybe you can make the argument about 2014, but there was a lot about 2014 outside of the offense, why they lost. But essentially, every single playoff loss the Packers have had in Aaron Rodgers' career, the Packers' defense have given up 35 plus points, 40 plus points, and That's what happens when, yeah, you know what they tried. They tried with Darius Randall and Quinton Rollins. You spent high draft capital, but it wasn't working, and they weren't good. And next thing you know, you have LaDarius Gunter covering Julio Jones in man coverage in the NFC Championship game. Like, what do you expect is going to happen? And that's why you
1: see why they made certain defensive free agent signings, the Muhammad Wilkerson signing, the Z'Darrius Smith and Preston Smith signing, the going out and finding Devondre Campbell on the street in minicamp. Yeah, I, Douglas off of I the don't think I
2: don't I don't think we can put Campbell and Douglas though, so much in this category because I don't even think the team could have expected what we got out of them, let alone the fans. Like no, but no that's that's,
1: did... that's trusting your scouts though. That's not swinging big for big name free agents that are on the market in March. Trusting yeah, but... your scouts, trusting that they'll identify talent uh, talent at some point during the year and bringing them in to address the roster. Yeah, they, no, look, they swing, they swing, and they miss. It
2: happens. Yeah, no, I mean, they they did great jobs, obviously, with the Smiths and Amos. And Campbell and Douglas, I I think, at least in Goody's tenure, the Smith bros and Amos were clear, like, top guys. They went for them, they got them, and it worked out. Obviously, Z missed last year because of injury, but fine. Those worked out for the most part. Okay. Campbell and Douglas, I don't think it's really fair to say, you know, when you're comparing – whether it's to the Rams or any other team making these big moves that's been going on this offseason, saying, well, we signed Razul Douglas off a practice squad who has been, let's be real, not much of a name throughout most of his career, and Devondre Campbell off the street. And yeah, you know what? They worked out, and that's awesome. And like you said, credit to the scout team and credit to the front office for making those moves. But it's not – you can't say the Packers – These are, you know, we're going for the Super Bowl. We want to win a Super Bowl right now. Let's go sign Razul Douglas off the Cardinals practice spot. Like, that's you know, not a Super Bowl winning move. It worked out, and he did play well. But you go and Von Miller was there was interest, you know, before Von Miller signed with the Rams last year, or was it traded? It was traded. It was, oh, Packers, Von Miller, this, that. And would things have been different? Who knows? But Von Miller at the end of the day, is a massively good player. And even at the age he is now, he just signed like a six-year, what, $120 million deal with the Bills for a reason, because he's Von Miller. So I'm not saying – and I I like the fact that the Packers have the ability for the most part to draft, develop, and be a good team. But right now, like, okay, let's say we don't trade or sign a veteran receiver. We can go and take receivers at 22 and at 28, are any of us going to be super confident that from day one they're just going to be like, great, you know, like, yes. OK, our offense is good. Like, I, I hope so. It depends who it is. But I think we've seen enough. First, you know, rookie receivers, it's not so simple to just plug into an offense and they're and they're great. So I would That's like awesome. to see it better in addition.
1: No, of course, of course, it's not that simple. But I think when you have guys that are as talented as like going within the first couple rounds, it's a lot easier than than it is normally. Than it is drafting guys in the middle of the rounds like the Packers oh, did in twenty eighteen. Sure. Yeah. And this is something that a lot of people are concerned about too with rookies that Rodgers doesn't trust them. Which really the only examples of that that we have are are, are him getting upset in the summer of twenty eighteen that they were having trouble yeah. with the with the carded sessions yeah. and things like yeah. that. That's the only evidence that we have. And this yeah. isn't the Mike McCarthy offense either. Guys are schemed open. As long as Aaron Rodgers is doing his job, he will get the ball into guys' hands. Guys are schemed into space. He knows where they're going to be. He knows where to get the ball. Yeah. So the whole trust thing doesn't, like, it doesn't do it for me anymore. That's not really, like, much of a narrative at this point. This is No, a, I don't think it's, it's a matter mar- of trust. It's just a no, matter not, of – not you. I mean, like, that's oh. what people are concerned about with bringing in rookies and trusting yeah. them right out of the gate. It's – This is a modern offense. This is the Matt LaFleur offense now. Guys can can get open. They're not throwing 50-50 balls or forcing Aaron Rodgers to be Superman and lead guys open. It's nothing like that anymore. So you get like a a, a Chris Olave or a Christian Watson. They will will find success from day one. I don't think you're going to be Jamar Chase good or Justin Jefferson good right out of the gate, but they're going to be positioned for success. They're going to be in positions
2: to make plays. Yeah, that is true. I mean, receivers going into a Lafleur offense over a McCarthy offense is very, very different. But uh, Jen, what was uh, what were you going to say?
0: Did you know it look like, like I was going to say something?
2: It did look like you were going to say oh, something. Oh, I
0: probably had a thought, and then like somebody probably kept talking, and then my point didn't matter okay. anymore because we had moved on. Somebody do
1: not but... just tag me,
2: huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you kept going, and then I had like a point here and a point there, and then I was like, I'm not going to interrupt him because then I'll get yelled at, and then – You wouldn't get yelled at.
2: No yelling here on open books, especially on Hawaiian night. We're all supposed to be very chilled. Yeah, Eli's the one that yelled. at me.
0: No, I was just going to say, like, to your, like, trust thing, you know. I mean, in a year like this, there's really no time to build trust. Like, you don't have many seasons to build trust in a receiver. Like, it's going to have to be sign that guy and go. So, there's no time for – you know, oh, well, you know, maybe next season they'll have a better connection. Like, it's it's got to be this year. Got to click right away. So there's no time for that. And, you know, the front office obviously knows the situation. They'll either go out and sign a veteran or hope that they can get two high receivers or something. But, I mean, they're aware of what's going on. They're not just going to leave that position open and have Lazard and Cobb and Rogers yeah. be the only receivers yeah. on this team. Like, they know what they're doing. They know what's out there. I'm sure there's conversations going on that we have not, like, no idea are happening. I would like to see them sign a veteran just to have one in that room to kind of match Cobb, and because I don't want Cobb to be the only receiver in there. I'd like to to have somebody who plays the position a little differently in there, um, whether it's to play or to help guys who are coming in, just kind of um, that learning curve to help whoever they draft, which hopefully is a high receiver. But yeah, I'm, you know, I don't hold my breath. On anything with free agency. I have learned my lesson on that. I don't get too excited about anything. I just kind of wait and see. And then once somebody is signed, then I go from there. But I mean, the team knows what to do. And yeah, if whoever they sign, I'm just going to hope that they have that connection out of way and they can work hard at it and everything works out. And if it's a young receiver coming out of the draft, hopefully they transition. Okay. Cause that's always a fear. You just never know how somebody's is going to go from college to NFL. So Um, Those higher receivers, though, it's a little bit easier for them. We've seen just kind of through watching whatever has been happening the last couple of years. But, um, yeah, there's just a lot of question marks. And it's just all speculation at this point from us, from anybody talking. We have no idea what's going to happen until somebody's name is said or, you know, the Packers announce a signing. So, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of sit back and I watch the chaos from behind a screen and. I don't get too involved in it. I just kind of, yeah, I'm just waiting, waiting for something to happen. I let everyone else do all the fighting and just enjoy it.
2: Yeah, I think regardless of, they could go and trade for the best receiver in the league. If you're, like Zach said, if you're in the mind of, oh, Rodgers isn't going to trust him, they could go and they could have made the Tyree kill trade. And you would have said, oh, but he hasn't played with him. He's not going to trust him. Obviously, that's not going to be the case because – I mean, Devontae trade-
0: Adams was new at one point. Jordan Nelson was new at one point. Yeah. Like, all these guys yeah. were new at one point. So, like, exactly.
2: So, whether every, it's – Every
0: receiver is, a like, new to Rodgers at some point in their career.
2: Yeah, whether so it's, it's going to be – The connection okay.
0: goes both ways, and you just got to hope that everybody's on the same page.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, if you, if you draft guys, they're going to have to get acclimated to the offense quickly. If you trade for someone or sign someone, no matter what – Anyone you bring in is obviously not going to have experience with Aaron Rodgers, or they may or may not have experience somewhat in Matt Lafleur's type of offense. But like Zach said, this is no longer an offense like like when it was with, with McCarthy, that was so just like you must win your this one on one route. Rodgers has to put the ball exactly in one specific spot, or this play is not going to work. Like Lafleur has guys just kind of running free at times that are just open, so it's basically for in the NFL. You're going to catch more balls than not, even if you're not the greatest talent, which is why I do think the Packers could, you know, even leave the first round without a receiver. I know a lot of fans would be upset, but if they walk away with, you know, let's say in the second round, they get Christian Watson and Jalen Tolbert. Like I think that them two paired with Cobb and Lazard and Amari Rogers, that's a pretty good wide receiver room.
1: I mean Aaron Rodgers was completing passes to Tyler Davis last season for fuck's sake. Yeah. So like Dominic Daffy he, he played an hey.
0: NFC championship game with Janice and Aberderis. Like Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thing, so things things always I never...
0: work out the way they need to. Good good players will acclimate fast and the Packers aren't gonna go out there and get guys who aren't good.
2: Yeah. I mean we do we do trust the front office because they've given us reason to. It's just look, the only reason I, I made the tweet that I made was just because at the end of the like,
0: if it was five, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> if it was five years ago, you know, it wouldn't be as like, oh my gosh, okay, we got to do seven. But right now, it's like, you know, that any year could be the last year of what? <laughs> yes, but t- look, if we leave the first, if we make two selections in the first round, And there's no receiver packers twitter is going to be a very fun to watch that night. but what i was saying it's just right now you know that like like the rams right now you know stafford's younger than rogers they gave him an extension that we actually expect him to play most of rogers who knows how much of this extension he's going to play but we know that rogers any season could be his last so in my opinion like yes you always want to be competitive you never want to go from being a super contender and then you lose your quarterback and you're winning three three to five games a year. But when you know that any year could be the last, you you should be going all out. Why is it so? It's not even going all out. Right now, I would bet all, a lot of money that you can go and get Brandon Cooks for a day three pick with ease. I think they could call the Texans and say, hey, we have two fourth-rounders. Here's one of them for Brandon Cooks, and that deal is done in 10 minutes because Brandon Cooks, is on a team that's gonna win three games next year, and why do they need him on there and paying him? Like, what? What are the Texans doing with Brandon Cooks? Why can't you go make that move? Or I mean, they're just there doesn't have to be the DK Metcalf where look, it would be great, and I would give up a first round pick for DK Metcalf because he'll be more day one ready than any receiver we could draft in this draft. But it just when I looked at the Wagner signing today, it was not you know, not specific it was specific to the Rams, but just in general, like Jen mentioned earlier, well, there's Brady. This was the Rams. We've seen other teams do it, and sometimes it doesn't work. We've seen teams load up in free agency and trades and completely flop. I know one year the Eagles did it. They were calling them the dream team, this, that. They sucked. It sucked. totally didn't work out. It doesn't always work, but at least show that you're willing to not just bring in, and again, Campbell and Douglas worked out better than anyone could have imagined, but if you are able to make that Von Miller trade or if you're able to go and give a little bit more money for OBJ, who knows, they know that San Francisco game could have been very different, you know? So it's just, for me, it was just, it's a buildup of not just one season. It's a buildup of the last 15 years of seeing veterans that are looking for contending teams, whether it's in free agency or at the trade deadline. And it's the Packers are interested. They're showing, they're showing, they're expressed, whatever, and they don't do anything about it. And it's like, at what point are you going to say we're going absolutely all in to try to win a Super Bowl this year, and right now should be that time? Because I just think who knows how much longer you're going to have Aaron Rodgers, so why why are we waiting?
0: Whoever's dog that is is disagreeing with everything Eli is saying.
2: It's definitely well, not my dog. Definitely not mine. Mine's about, I don't know, 5,000 miles Am I away. Am the only one
0: who hears a dog barking?
2: It was it was my yeah. dog. That's no, oh, nice.
1: sarcastic. <laughs>
0: Like oh, I don't have a dog, so
1: that's my loaf of bread yeah. dog,
2: my fat dog. <laughs> Your
1: loaf of bread.
2: Um, I need a.
1: I need a run, guys.
2: Yeah, Zach has to head out a bit early, but honestly, I mean, I feel like we all got a lot off our chest today on this show. I'm not sure there's honestly too much more to discuss. So I think as Zach goes, we can all go. So let's just do a quick <laughs> wrap up here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so everyone who uh came in and tuned in, we appreciate it. The comments were flying tonight. We tried to keep up, but there was a lot coming in. But we appreciate you watching. We'll see you next week. Who knows? Could be a lot more news. Hopefully, uh some more stuff will be going down. But until then, as always, you can find Zach at It's Zachariah. Oh gosh, I'm so he's saying Zachariah And it's Zachary J on Twitter. Do you want me to change back? Do you want me to I go back? Do. I really kind of do.
1: I don't know, man. I'll think about it.
2: <laughs> um, and then you can follow Jen at Big Mac underscore four on Twitter and myself at Book of Eli underscore NFL. Everyone keep a cool head. It's a long off season. We'll see how this draft goes. You need to tell Uh, yourself that.
0: I was (laughs) going to say, Eli's like sweating after this conversation.
2: (laughs) Well, it's just just frustrating, but we can't go further into it. But, yeah, as always, we appreciate you watching. And true North Packer fan, we were going to do an R-Tech read, but then you said Bobby Wagner wasn't a Hall of Famer, and I just couldn't be a part of it. So (laughs) we'll do it next week. R-Tech, though, thank you so much, as always, for sponsoring the show. We appreciate you and everything you do. Everyone, have a great night. Go, Pat, go. <laughs> what do you think, Fred? All right, Fred.
0: <laughs> like, dude, you're an idiot. I'm doing very well, Janice. It's just going be me and you or Eli and Zach pop in. Yeah, they'll talk oh, every once here? in a while. But... <laughs> he <laughs> was already uh... it happened right, right away. It
1: kind <laughs> of, well, we're used to you att- attacking us, so.
2: Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Let's just put it this way. Who do you see as the quarterback